Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a 23-year-old mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. All right, so today it's not going to be my normal kind of episode. This episode is more of a story. So if you're not interested in hearing a story about my life, feel free to skip this episode. All right, so let's get into it. So for those of you guys that know already, when I was five years old, I moved from Brooklyn to Queens. And I remember we would always go back to Brooklyn to visit my grandmother and my uncles and my aunts. Whenever I would see my uncle... He would tell me like, yo, remember, you live in Queens, but you're always from Brooklyn. So that was always ingrained in me. If you're from New York, you know, Brooklyn is seen as like the tougher borough. And so I always felt like, okay, I got that Brooklyn toughness, even though I didn't live in Brooklyn for a long time. I lived in Brooklyn up until I was five. To be honest, I really didn't live in Brooklyn that much at all. I don't even have that many memories in Brooklyn. But I remember growing up from the age of five to my teenage years, I felt kind of invincible in Queens because I was like, I'm from Brooklyn, you know. My uncle said, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from Brooklyn, and nobody can do anything to me. So I kind of had this, like, I felt like I was invincible. I felt like nothing could happen to me. I felt like Queens was, for lack of better words, I felt like Queens was soft. So fast forward through middle school, everything is fine. I never really get into any fights, anything like that. For the most part, I'm fine. I moved through middle school unscathed. Now we get to high school. I'm in, like, my sophomore year of high school. My younger brother is dating this girl, and she had the White Beats Studios. I don't know if you guys remember, but any pair of Beats headphones around that time were very coveted. Like if you had a pair of those headphones, you were the man, but you also were a big target. I remember seeing videos on Facebook, people getting their headphones stolen on a train, getting robbed for headphones, all these different things. But you wanted those headphones regardless because they were loud and they looked nice and everybody knew they were expensive. And she had them. I remember she would come over and I'd be like, damn, man, she got those headphones. That's crazy, man. I know she got a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. Right. You thinking all these crazy things as a kid because of what somebody has on them. And eventually they broke up. But what ended up happening is she came over one day before they broke up and she left the headphones over. So now when they broke up, my brother was ducking and dodging her. He kind of kept the headphones. She never saw those headphones again, but he kept them. So now he has those headphones. I'm thinking to myself, nah, I need those. I need them. And so I swindled my brother out of them, basically. He had them for a little while, and then I swindled him out of them, and I got them. I can't remember what happened. I just know I ended up with the headphones. So I was going to school every day, headphones on, on the bus, blasting my music next to older women that are just trying to get some sleep before work, after work, whatever. It didn't matter to me. I'm blasting Chief Keith. Just imagine it's 7 a.m., New York City, packed bus, and this is all you hear playing from somebody's beat studios. These bitches love Sosa, oh, and the no, and fucking with them old boss. You gon' get fucked over, worries and robots. These hoes are Chief Sosa, head on with that Cobra. Now that boy slumped over, they do it all for Sosa. You boys ain't making no noise. I can't play the whole track. I would, but I don't want to get copyright strike. So, yeah, I'm going to stop it there and let's get back to the story. Remember, I felt invincible. And for some reason, I always used to carry an extra pair of headphones with me. I always used to carry the headphones that I used before I had the studios. I always carried those in my pocket for some reason. So fast forward about 
four months. I've had the headphones for a while now, and I'm very comfortable with them. I play my music as loud as I need to on the bus. Everybody can hear my music, but I don't care. Again, I feel invincible. One day, I'm coming back home from school. I used to go to a different bus stop than most of the students would go to because I just liked taking that bus home for some reason. I believe the reason why I took that bus home is because it was a longer ride. I got to listen to my music longer. Also, one of my friends would take that bus, so it was just cool for me to get on that bus with him. And so I would take that bus home. Mind you, this bus passes through some shady neighborhoods, but I'm not getting off, so I don't really care. I get on this bus this day. It's like around 6 to 7 o'clock. In like the winter fall time. So it's dark outside. It's New York. It's dark outside. And this bus is packed. When I tell you this bus is packed, I mean people are stepping on each other packed. Like that's how packed this bus is. And if you know, when the bus is that packed, it's hard for people to get on from the front of the bus. So sometimes what will happen is somebody will open the back door for people to get in from the back of the bus. So the bus is going to a bus stop. There's some kids that need to get on. I don't see this because I'm bumping my music as loud as I possibly can. Also, I'm sitting right by the back door. So just imagine a packed bus. I'm sitting right by the back door. My music is blasting. The bus is coming to a stop. That's the setting right now. The bus is coming to a stop. The bus stops. I don't care. My music is blasting. I'm invincible. Somebody opens the back door. And I remember, it's not even somebody. I know the guy that opened the back door. Like, I actually know him. He went to my middle school. He opens the back door. For me, I don't care. Like, music is blasting. Doesn't matter to me. I didn't even notice the back door was opened. All of a sudden, my headphones are flying off my head. All that was left was the red wire. If you had beats at that time, you know they came with a red wire. All that was left was the red wire dangling over the pole. And I'm thinking to myself, that did not just happen. So I turn to look out the back door and I see two to three kids. It's dark. I can't even make out faces, but I know they have my beats because the beats were white. And that's all I could see. And I always remember my mom saying, Kofi, if someone takes something from you or they ask for something from you, just give it up. It's not worth your life. And so that's what I was thinking in that moment. But Lord knows, I kind of, I'm not even going to say I wanted to get off the bus because I was thinking to myself, if I get off this bus, what's going to happen, man? I don't even know this area. I don't know this area. And it's dark and it's two to three people. I said, hell no. I had to lick my wounds. And and what made matters worse is, remember, remember the setting. We're on a packed bus in New York. There are some kids on the bus, like maybe like 8 to 13 years old. First thing they said is, yo, yo, did y'all see that? Bro, bro, did y'all see that? They just took his beats. And I'm like, oh, man oh man the embarrassment the embarrassment but i don't care i'm smooth i'm smooth i pulled the other headphones that i had out as if i knew it was about to happen i pulled the other headphones that i had out i wrapped up the beats wire that was dangling over the pole and i put the other headphones in and kept it pushing but the whole ride i'm just thinking like damn man they took my beats and what's crazy is i saw a video of somebody on the train sitting by the train door with beats on getting robbed the same way that i got robbed and i wasn't cognizant of my surroundings because i felt like i was invincible and so after that day i changed i didn't change completely because i still didn't get touched or anything like that i didn't get beat up but i stopped looking at the world as if nothing bad could happen to me i started realizing that bad things do happen and it's unfortunate but you have to live with that i got off that bus walked back home i was defeated but i was like damn at least i ain't get beat up or something man because i could have got beat up for the beast that's how they was that's how they was doing it back then to be honest especially in that area they would beat you up for a pair of beats like if i was on the street walking past them i definitely probably would have got jumped for my beats without a doubt and this was the first time i got robbed i'm gonna save the second time for some other time but i 
appreciate y'all for listening. If y'all did listen, don't feel like you're invincible. You're not invincible. Always be cognizant of your surroundings. That's the moral of the story. That's it for this episode. If you like what you heard or you feel like it could help somebody, please share and subscribe. As always, we're going to leave you off with a song or a snippet from a video that we found interesting. So here's next chapter freestyle by Mel Doro. Yeah. Shit. Yo, yo. Talk my shit on this real quick. Got you, Brody. God. Yeah. A lot of niggas say they be saying shit, but don't be saying shit. Not at all. I'm the realest nigga in this rap shit Fuck his niggas talking about They envy me in practice They mad because I'm scoring now I could be myself in rap I don't gotta chase the clout Just trying to get my shit together Working better under pressure Rapping is an art form Not something you pick up and do Making niggas rap again Cause Mumble made them comfortable You talk about a topic Just stick to the script These niggas never touch the pack And they dusty as shit Next chapter 25 Gotta switch up the gear Made a plan by 28 To see a million a year Need a wife and some kids For the family Affair. Deleting niggas out my circle cause I ran out of chairs Always working, that's the policy, quality over quantity Cause niggas wasn't proud of me, now they watching, they follow me Just giving up the hope again Cause everybody was scrutinizing my moves Yeah, the camera wasn't focusing up Now I'm investing, got a couple of investments Stocks, wholesaling, options, and pay-to-pay lending I ain't going back to broke, penny pinching for my check-ins Now I got it, I ain't flexing If I'm swiping, it's credit I know my mother proud of me A middle child telling the story, surviving poverty the structure, the economy Graduated college with some honors But I know the streets Trapping wasn't my thing I'd rather buy the property My mindset different So my concept different Now I don't trap by the kitchens But my Pyrex vision And I don't chase no women That can't support my business Gold digging was privileged For the swans, not pigeons People seeing you Chasing your dreams And they reluctant But them same people tell you They love you when they in public I don't care if you your close friends Auntie or your cousin If them people dim your light When you bright You never flourish, nigga yeah, as if them people dim your light when you bright, never flourish, nigga. Nobody dim your light, nigga. See? Yo, you still here? If you listen to the whole episode, that means you obviously like the podcast. There's nothing wrong with that, but just go to kizzlebrand.com slash store and buy yourself some merch to help support.